on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus. We are hanging out at the classic Thornton Park with our friend Scott from Ben Lobby Home. Hey, boys. How are you doing tonight? Hello. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I went to Greece and all I got was genital harpies. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And is that bad? Harpies. <laughs> at least harpies. It sounds like you had fun there. I hear, I hear 90% of Greek people have genital harpies. Really? <laughs> oh, I heard 65% Shucks. of people that quote stats don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and that was Brian Minkle, Hello. the new owner of the classic Thornton Park. Right over in, uh, right next to Burton's. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Hello. How are hey, you guys? I'm today? good, man. Thanks chef, for having us. Chef, owner, both? Uh, I don't have any training, so I can't say chef. <laughs> but I am an owner, and my business partner, Daniel's inside. We're going to get you guys fed today. Excellent. Excellent. Nice. And then also with us today... Scott with Ben Lobby Homes flying solo to this, this trip. What you always wanted... You knocked out Ben. You left him in the trunk. Well, he's usually my filter, so hopefully everything will go smooth tonight. It'll be great. It'll be great. So what is the classic? What is the classic Thornton Park? Well, the classic Thornton Park's neighborhood restaurant, takeout only. You know, so we feed Burtons. They feed us shots. Perfect. You know, so you come in and order, and we bring it over to you, take it outside, whatever. Um, That's what they call a symbiotic relationship, yeah, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. What, what are you going to bring us today? Like what, what are you going to feed us? <laughs> well, we got some... Unique items. We have a deviled egg smash. Ooh. Yeah, well, my man did. My okay. gay boyfriend, Scotty Campbell, and he Smashed loved it. Smashed your eggs? So Smashed it's a, my uh, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, got salon. it's like an Italian sandwich with, uh, yeah, segways. Oh, I've had an Italian yeah, sandwich. Segways are my, segways are my <laughs> drunk thing. Yeah, no, and Brian, I'm going to tell you, you got you to gotta hold that mic dangerously close okay. to you. Pretend it's an I'm Italian sorry. sausage. Oh, right boy. Right there. Or the deviled eggs. Yes. Or a deviled egg. So comfort food. Yeah, comfort food for sure. Okay. But burgers, burgers are, are doing really well. I, I make a homemade uh, bratwurst patty, so I make a patty melt out of that. Oh, that wow. would be good. the bratty melt. stuff yeah. yep. known for that. Yep. Very nice. You have Bloody, a very special sauce. Bloody too. Mary steak sandwich. Oh, I oh. had that. That was pretty good. I like so that. So nod to my old bartending days. I, I'm a cook now. I used to bartend for 27 years. So it sounds so like you got, you got food that's going to, what I say, create a base when I start drinking. Absolutely. Okay, so you yes. got to get some food in your stomach, and this will sort of soak yeah. it up yes. before I start having my highlights. Out, if you're hanging or after, you know, before you got to go home. <laughs> or if during. you hanging out at Burton's enjoying the, the good prices here yeah. and the cold drinks. Yep, absolutely. Maybe you need to carb up before you go home. We stay open until 1 a.m. every and day. Get ready for that pool game. That's awesome. hard to find. That's hard yeah. to find late night good eats in Orlando sometimes. Which John talks about incessantly. I'm just right? saying. Sometimes He's you want like upset. good food and it's it's midnight, it's it's whatever, and you're like, Where am I gonna go? We got a place yeah. here at the That's classic right. Thornton and Park. And it's a hard one AM. It's not <laughs> Well, let's we can't go there because it's twelve forty five. I, I want you to come yeah. at one o'clock, and All if right. the if the grill's still on at one o five, we'll make you. A burger I can at attest to that too. I was here last Friday, and they were pushing out some food. Good, Ooh, so good. a little later than I expected. Yeah, Do don't be a, don't got? be afraid to come no. in late. No. <laughs> and he doesn't remember no, what he got, so it must have been good. <laughs> Right, you've worked at other places before, Brian. Do you want to drop, name drop some of the places you've been working? Well, my business partner Daniel and I met at the Yardvark. Uh huh. I know you've done a lot of we stuff love over Aardvark. there. Uh, Finland State. I mean, I've been. I could take it back to Park Plaza Gardens in Winter Park. Uh-huh. Luma. Luma. All great. You know, the Lodge in the Woods. Places. You know, I was a GM of the Lodge in the Woods, and that's the same guys that own uh, 
Got, the get, rest in peace. Burdens. Rest in peace. Get lodged in the woods. We talked about that last week, I think, right? Was it last closing week? Closing we this week. About? Yeah, yeah, closing tonight, Friday. Friday. Right? Yep. Or is it 24? Whatever tomorrow, it is, 24. Yeah. It's a Saturday. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. This weekend. Get over there. <laughs> get over there. It was really, they kept telling me it was really for like regulars and reps and yeah i think they're gonna open early tomorrow earlier than normal but tomorrow is the last day officially all right all right there we go brian i'm excited we're gonna share a bunch of pictures of all the food you sent out fantastic well let me go make you some food that was brian (laughs) mickle all right another little secret project but i can't talk about it because i swore myself to secrecy (laughs) 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 but if he gives me a thumbs up i'll talk about it no thumbs no up. No thumbs up. All right, thumbs okay. down. <laughs> no, thumbs down for sure. <laughs> There's this really pretty woman just walked by, and all these dudes at Burton's Bar just went. So it's not a gay tonight, then? Not gay. She no. doesn't have a hat on, dude. So you got me Seems sitting where I can't straight. see anything except the Pete's plumbing and the laundromat. <laughs> Pete's plumbing. I got lots to say about <laughs> Pete's plumbing. <laughs> I thought that would bring up something. I've got some questions for you. For, oh, nice. for me? No, oh. no. For our real estate expert. There's some things uh, happening in the world. There, there are. are. There's lots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even here in Orlando, especially real estate-wise. Real estate-wise, yeah. And like, well, for instance, interest rate hikes. Yes. I mean, everyone's concerned about these interest rates, right? Hikes. You hear it all over the news and everything. But really, what you got to remember is that in Florida, your annual... Basically, your worth your house worth is going to go up anywhere from ten to fifteen percent on an annual basis. So even though you're going to be, a, if you're going to be a buying a house and you're going to have to finance it, you're, and you're paying maybe an eight percent interest rate, uh-huh. you're still ahead of the game because your house is still gaining equity a lot more than what you're actually paying in interest. So everything's staying keeping pace. It's not like you're, you're going to hit a ratio. Correct. Okay. And and hopefully in a few years maybe you can refinance if it's lower. Correct. There are a lot of options out there. I mean, so. The arms are coming back into play. You haven't heard that in years. Um, but, I mean, so basically you can get, lock in our arm for three to five years at a lower rate. And then when the interest rates come back down, refinance into a fixed rate mortgage. There you I go. Mean, so, I mean, we're, the mortgage um, industry is, I mean, they're showing a little bit of slowdown. But overall in Florida, Central Florida especially, everything is going along nicer now. I'm feeling good. So some of the people that get have, like, VA loans, which are not as um, desirable to take if you're a seller, these people are getting finding houses now. Now. So, I mean, these people have been looking for years to get a, their offer accepted. They're now actually getting into a house. Wow. So, it's really helping out some of the families. And, uh, yeah, interest rates are up a little bit more. But um, still, now's the time to buy. I mean, you got to okay. get in. I'm trying. I know you are. I'm trying. Did you buy that tra- house yet? No. Not yet. That's but a saga. Camp. It is a saga. and it's It definitely is like a German opera saga. Like, I'll be <laughs> reenacting it with helmets on. But it's we should be closing soon. We, have, we had to push the closing date back a bit. But we're waiting for our friends from Janie Roofing to send over some paperwork, okay. and then hopefully everything can get, get that signed. paper. Oh, they sent it at Pony Express or something? Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably called Four Point and Wind Mitigation. We're doing like well, we had to do that, yeah, yeah. but that actually happened very quickly. We didn't know we needed it. I wish we had actually done that first before we even had our contractor come. <laughs> if only you knew people in and the housing, you, and if you know, only real estate reached out to a real, real estate <laughs> agent, maybe might well, give you some advice. And I don't so, want to make fun of it. We have a. A, a good Fred realtor who's representing us, who who maybe took a step back and hasn't been helping as much, and so we have been kind of on our own this whole process. So, so everyone who's listening, uh-huh. that is what we hear from most clients that we get that leave one real estate agent come over to the Ben Lobby Homes uh-huh. side is because the agent's great up front. 
and then they start losing momentum because they feel like they had the deal already sucked up and they can go out and look for other ones. Where yeah. I mean, so we get a lot of business because of how thorough we are and how much we stay close to the clients. There you go. Stay close. Stay, stay close. Get that sleeping bag and get right Scott. in with That's him. That's what I heard. He's yeah. like, nice and close. Ben will get real that? close with you. I'll get it. We'll do the next question. We can do that in a second. Uh, yeah, All right, yeah. We'll that save it. Good. Okay? We'll save it. You want to talk about news? That's what we talk about on Bungalow in the Bar. Or do you want to talk about your week? Uh, I can talk about my week. I had a hockey game last night. Got hit won? really hard in the chest. By a pucker. Uh, no, by. I actually, I think I ran into somebody. Uh-huh. I fell down. And, like, <laughs> and uh, oh, think? man, my chest. I thought I had a heart attack for oh, a wow. second, but I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay, I'm, I'm good. All right, I'm good. Feels like what happened with my eye. Uh, you got Jeez. you got hit in the eye by, by a palm a, frond. By a palm tree. Yes. <laughs> you should see the palm tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. yeah. I Both cut palm that, trees. I cut it down afterwards. No more prawns on and that my one. Man, Scotty's been in the hospital, so he's, he's okay he's though, right? Some, yeah. We actually, literally, while we're, I was just texting him because he's he's getting his last test. We're gonna mm-hmm. hope hope he does good. So we're sending him good juju all through this. I, he kicked me out so he could have some silent time. Okay. <laughs> I was also in a golf yeah. tournament this week for the oh. Parkinson's Association. What? Yeah, yeah, I got invited to be in a, in the golf tournament okay, at, at Orlando Country Club. Was Ooh. it fun? It was really fun. Had yeah, you yeah. been in there before? Uh, no, no. I actually no. I have been, but because I bike through to go through the neighborhood, uh-huh. which I also don't think you're allowed to do. Oh. But, but they didn't stop me. It's a public <laughs> street. Uh, yeah, but there's some there's some gates there too. But we got through them. It doesn't, was nice though. Doesn't that play? remind you of like the um the golf course in Caddyshack where you're like you're oh. not, you can see the walls but you're not supposed to go in. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it was I get very that. nice. It was very nice. <laughs> when we had a I great see time. things like that, I'm like, I gotta go in. Same here. Yeah, yeah, they raised a ton of money. It was really fun. So it was good. <laughs> it was good. Uh, there's a bomb threat at Advent Health. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Yeah. I was there. A bomb threat. Yeah. Or no. was it a suspicious? Package. No, someone called in a bomb. Oh, okay, threat all right. At, at Advent Health, 9:15 p.m. on Tuesday when I actually happened to be leaving. Because my man was there. They kicked coincidence. Me out. The Is that oh. a coincidence? <laughs> Someone really wanted you out of there. I guess, but nobody said anything. No. When I was there, nobody said, hey, don't go through the children's ward, <laughs> you know, which is where the where it was. That's where it was really? called in was for the children's wing. It's pretty which terrible is, to do that. Such don't a you weird thing. I don't know who would do that. Nobody was forced to evacuate. I don't know much about it, but... Stop calling in bomb I mean, scares. That's, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but that stuff happens a lot. I mean, people, random people sometimes call, too. It might not even be somebody oh local. Just, just might be a crazy person from out of state that well, does that. Did you hear or about someone the, that one day is going to get bacon on their cheeseburger. You never so. know. You <laughs> never know. And they call it, what is this? <laughs> bacon bomb. Bacon bomb alert. Yeah. Uh there Everything was, was okay, though, right? I guess. Yeah, no bomb. Out, no bomb. Find any bomb? I mean, if there was a bomb, we, we, we would have probably heard about it. Yeah, we probably would have heard about like, that. Or they didn't find it. Well, if or they found it, they away. <laughs> Hopefully, Scotty's out of there before it <laughs> happens. Uh, do you hear about the two people getting shot downtown? We don't normally yeah. do crime, but these are big headlines this week. Yeah. Um, it was on Sunday. Sunday was night, it said. Like midnight, like 12, 15. All right. So not even like wee-wee hours. <laughs> wee-wee hours. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know what? Twelve fifteen is about the time I wake up in the middle of the night to take a wee wee. So wee wee hour. So wee wee hour. Yeah, that's where that came from. Then there you go. God, I didn't you know. You get that. so thirsty before bed, you gotta have water, and then you wake up going to the bathroom in the middle of the night like oh, an old man. Yeah, old man problems we're talking about here. Well, they're also universal problems. So I'm gonna talk about people <laughs> turn into the know. growing boulder podcast. <laughs> well, I guess it's a better problem to have than two that got shot. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Context. thank you. Bring it in. Bring it back. Bring it back. I appreciate that. That was a good so, segue. Though. So there was like it was like a 
something happened on the there streets where like, somebody I don't know what offered. Club. I thought like somebody offered one of the women in the group to like make some extra money or something. I read something crazy. Where did you read that? I thought I read that Scandalous. in the Sentinel. In the Orlando in the Sentinel. Sentinel? No, yeah, I didn't and then see like the somebody prompt. took offense to it. And As then, they should. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but you shouldn't shoot at somebody no. <laughs> over it. It apparent did you did they say it happened at a specific club? Uh, I thought it was. I thought Eden maybe. It sounded like it okay. Sounded so it was started at Pine Eden. and yeah, they said court, court and court. Court and Pine. Yeah, it's kind of where Casey's is, where Eden's at, where Celine's all at. Around, all around, all right outside there. of the check-ins. So, they have those check-ins. So, right like, so they pushed everybody out of you know Orange Avenue, so you can't do the free-for-all there anymore. So everybody's hanging outside of the check-in. So they're just going to have to move the check-ins <laughs> at some point. Why not just have it for all of downtown? Well, I mean, random check-in. I mean, because like we talked about in one of the episodes before, I mean, that's kind of the bars we hang out, Stagger and all that. And like we're saying, everyone's got pushed out to the perimeters now. Uh-huh. So like peripherals of where like the library is and all that. That's where all the people are hanging out that probably don't want to be in around all the police and everything yeah. else. Where conveniently, there are also less lights. A lot less lights. Especially behind the, the bullets, library. But <laughs> well, no, but it'll be... Makes you less likely to be whipping things out. Yeah, and And the other thing you notice is that the police officers are still on Central, and there aren't many of them in these areas. So they're letting, so they're really patrolling where they say they are, Uh but as soon as you get the perimeters, I mean, it's like a free-for-all. Kind of. That's what it looks like when you're going by. Although I read it was they were at full police presence downtown when the shooting happened. Well, I mean, to be fair, they caught them quickly. They did catch them quickly, the Uh suspect. Not the... What did I say? He's a possible suspect. Possible suspect. Yeah. It's a, just he's a suspect, suspect when you, you're arrested. Can, can, can you say that out loud, like yeah. the difference just for people? So you had written uh, that they had caught a possible suspect, and I, I corrected you because I said, yeah. well, if they caught also, him. it's just too wordy. I know. No, I know. But when you catch somebody and, and, you, and you believe he or she did a crime yeah. and you arrested him, he is a suspect. Uh, if you don't point, know who it is, if there was like a, a yeah. image of him on a surveillance, you'd say, okay, this is a possible suspect. Like so when magma hits that like a person of interest? Lava. That's what a person of interest is. So uh, like, let's say a picture of me was there running and they don't, they might think I did it, they might not, but they just want to talk to me. I would be a person of interest until I, they talk to me and then they said oh well you were there and you did have a gun and you did shoot somebody now you're a suspect. suddenly suspect yeah, 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 yeah um but they caught the person they caught the person there was a woman who was shot that they found mm-hmm. a dank smoke shop on the other side like behind celine mm-hmm. and then they found a man who had been grazed by a bullet inside celine yes and was he a security guard there or something? Well, or? I read a follow-up. It looked like he was a security guard, who the doorman, and he got hit in the head. Pandemonium. Basically pandemonium. Crazy. Uh, luckily, they caught somebody. And well, and the reason it came on my radar was because there was a TikToker who has 5 million followers. Yes. Okay? What's his name? Uh, Brian... Uh. Brian Brian the Diamond. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Like does everything extra. Oh, you should watch his oh, TikToks. I've heard of this guy. Long he's got the nails. <laughs> the nails. There are uh, all the things on the nails. He lives life 110%. Like he he heard the shots, they were told to hide and he his immediate reaction was to bust out his phone. I got to go on talk, TikTok. Talk and to then do his 5 million one. followers and uh, then do a follow up of them trying to get out of downtown cuz they couldn't get an Uber cuz it was crazy. And before I before you go any farther, Brendan, I thought it was interesting like he was basically like 
downtown Orlando is crazy. Stay out of downtown Orlando. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal when somebody who has 5 million five followers million says something like that. followers. Yeah. That's basically like a nighttime news hour that is telling all, everybody oh, not to way go Way more than that. I mean, that's right? basically all of Orlando and all of Tampa. You're telling, don't, don't go to Orlando. There. He's got worldwide followers because yes. he goes all over. So what people are taking away, like, good luck. I the, the CRA, the DDB, you know, it's their job to make Orlando seem like it's safe for everybody to come and hang out downtown, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. So, like, I don't know how you counteract. Like, he, they're going to have to clean everything up, kick everybody out, and then invite Brian the Diamond back <laughs> so he can convince all of his followers that it's okay to come and party downtown again. Uh, changes in nightclubs. nightclubs. Yeah, so there's there are these things that's been put forth for amendments. They want to amend the way... Uh, the code treats bars, restaurants, and nightclubs. So they're really just going to change what those definitions are. Uh, they're workshopping it right now. The MPB. Was MPB. To, what is that? The Municipal Planning Board. They wanted to chat about like what it could, what those changes could mean for these businesses. I actually don't know if they passed it or not. The council still needs to vote on it. So there's still many stages to come. Why do they want to do this at all? Well. John, there's as like what we were just talking about with downtown Orlando. There's some issues with with uh, maybe oh they think there's too many bars downtown, right? ah. and, and we know how they f- look at all this Holy food. Oh, they're bringing out. food out. Oh my god! You, you get so easily sidetracked. Why don't Why don't we? Uh, Let's explain, go on a commercial. Why what's that? Why, why don't we talk about what's here? Okay, Brad, can you tell us what we're looking at? Absolutely, we have. Vegetarian options called the Mushroom Sloppy Joe. Throw Ooh. that away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I dated great. him. <laughs> sloppy Joe. Mushroom Sloppy oh, mushroom Joe. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> With our house-made cucumber salad. Ooh. Nice. We also have the deviled egg smash. It's like an Italian, uh, you know, it's like a salami sandwich with Italian dressing and uh, hard-boiled egg. Uh-huh. Nice. Spicy thunder fries. So with good. Avocado vinaigrette. Your thunder fries look fries. like Frito scoops. Yeah. Bloody Mary steak sandwich. That's which I love. So tenderloin. We hit it with... Uh, our house-made Bloody Mary mix on the grill, so all the things that are in Bloody Marys are in steak seasoning, right? Cool. Worcestershire and all that, and then we top it with a horseradish mayo, so that's part of that Bloody Mary part, too. I love horseradish <laughs> mayo. We got fans over here, Brendan, behind you, behind you. And then, and then the last, last but not least, we have the fridge. The fridge. Which is a double burger with a house-made brat patty. Oh, that wow. was Brendan's hockey game up in Canada. They called <laughs> yeah. it the fridge. Nah, it was tits. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's got our, our door sauce on it, so it's a mix of our thunder sauce, the spicy barbecue, horseradish, and Worcestershire. Wait, why do you call it door sauce? Because when you open up your fridge door, it's all the stuff that's ah! on the door. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and correct. And we got our house-made chips, too, that go in with that. So cool. Guys, enjoy. I love it. We're going to dig into this. part of Daniel Menezes. Hey. hey, Daniel. Daniel, get closer to this mic so they can hear your Hello, deep voice. Everybody. How are you? <laughs> you sound so excited to be I on the show. I know. All right. Well, well, it looks okay. like you know how to run a restaurant. We'll eat his food. We're going to eat Daniel's food. We're going to come back, and when we come back, we'll talk more about those changes in the what it means for them to change what a nightclub is versus a restaurant versus a bar. All right. We'll be oh, right boy. back.
It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinnamon home to the Florida Film Festival. It has an on-site bar, a restaurant, and tons of comfy couches and table service options to maximize your movie viewing experience. Screening this week is Moon Age Daydream, which looks at the life and genius of David Bowie, one of the most prolific and influential artists of our times, and featuring never-before-seen footage, performances, and music. Also playing is National Theatre Live's broadcast of Henry V, starring the gorgeous Kit Harrington of Game of Thrones as the king as he wages war against France. Also be sure to check out the peanut butter matinee screening of The Mummy on Sunday, September 25th, and The Cable Guy on September 27th at 9.30pm. Go to Enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, 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 movies. Brandon, did you know that you and I wrote a book? I seem to recall. Yeah, and it's got a hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. Yes, it is a guidebook to all the fun things that you can do in Central Florida. Things you might not have heard of. Things that we might have been keeping secret just to put in this book. I'm going to tell one secret. Pinball Lounge. Ooh, we love the Pinball Lounge. Orlando Wetlands Park. That's two secrets. Yes. You got one more? Uh, skydiving somewhere. <laughs> Go to 100thingsorlando.com to get your copy signed today. I'm attorney Mo DeWitt here at Tuffy's in Sanford. We are getting ready for the Just Call Mo Comedy Jam. All proceeds are going to benefit the Yellow Brick Road Foundation. We got a great lineup for the show, including Ross McCoy, Sabrina Ambra, Ross Paget, Ryan Holmes, Danielle Mathis, David Jolly, and Ashley Reed. Go to MoComedyJam.com to get your tickets before they sell out. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I want Gerard Butler to kick me in the chest and call me pretty. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You don't want to get hit in the chest, Brendan. I did at a hockey game this week, and it hurts. Gerard Butler could do it. Okay, all right. I'm not going to yell at him. No. <laughs> so did you do that just so you know what it feels like if the wind knocked out of you? Like no, I didn't, didn't want to get hit. I oh. just got hit. No. And then I, I fell on the ice. I thought you were into that or something. No. That no, guy no. that just walked by. Threatened to sue us for doing a Milk District shirt back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why he was looking at me weird. Does he own that? Well, he he wanted to get in a fight. Really? Yeah, he wanted to fight me. Okay. And I was like, that's a hate crime. Does he look like he could beat you up? No. Okay. It's like (laughs) half the size. That's why he kept walking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that's Scott Wilson from uh, Ben Lobby Homes. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys. We are hanging out at the classic Thornton Park. Eating some classic bar food eats. Just open. Just open. And right next to Burton's. Right next to Burton's. We got all the classic food. And and the one time for Ben to not be here when they're doing burgers. Uh Does he like burgers? Oh, he loves burgers. Yeah? He doesn't look like he's ever had a burger in his life. It's a slim gym. He's ripped. He's got washboard abs. Do you follow him on the Instagrams? Uh, I might. I don't know. You'd remember. Does he ever have a shirt on or... No, no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't either. If I was Ben Lobby, I'd just be walking around naked. Would you all just the time. go to meetings without your shirt on? Yeah, yeah. and I'd win uh-huh. everything. It'd be hard to. It'd be hard to. Uh, it'd sort be of hard negotiate <laughs> with somebody who doesn't have their shirt on. He's a very good negotiator. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he can flirt a little bit if mm-hmm. he wants to. Oh, that Ben Lobby. Anyway, before the break, we were talking about this change in uh, 
nightclubs. Yeah, so there. I guess I feel like I know what a nightclub is if I see a nightclub compared to a bar. Okay, well, let's compared talk to about a restaurant. It. What do you? Let's, what? What's the difference? Dancing. <laughs> that, that, they're codifying. Them. Okay, right, so dancing is a DJ or a band, or dancing because their music DJ, is good. DJ. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, the talk is right. So tell me a bar. I'll tell you if it's a bar, or a nightclub, or a restaurant. According to this <laughs> new in. code amendment, bar. Okay. <laughs> that's my well, go-to, that's, by the way. Will's Pub. Uh, bar. Okay. That's one of the ones. Burton's. Bar. Dive bar. <laughs> Hammered Lamb. With good food. Bar. Or slash restaurant. Okay. The Island cater. time. Uh, I've never actually been well, they, there. They only do beer and wine, so. Okay. I would still say bar. Okay. According to the city, because they're putting in this change in amendment, which will change like the, leg- the legal definitions uh-huh. of these things. Yes. A nightclub will be any establishment which provides entertainment after midnight, including but not limited to floor shows, assembly areas, live bands, DJs, dancing by patrons or employees, <laughs> or forms of entertainment. And this is all citywide, not just downtown. All citywide. All right. So the problem comes, right, be- like Hammered Lamb, they're really, I think on paper they're a restaurant because they make food. I think they're saying they make 51% of their stuff from food. And I know they have a catering business as well. They also have a catering business. But sometimes they'll charge cover if there's a private event or if they're doing like a drag brunch or yes. something, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but well, they're also open brunch, after midnight. If you have a brunch thing, though, that's not a nightclub. But they're open past midnight. Ah. They're not saying the events have to happen after midnight. They're saying if your business stays okay. open past after midnight, if you also charge cover, if you have any sort of performance. Mm. So some of these things are like Will's Pub. They're open past midnight. Yeah, they got bands. They got bands. They charge cover. They would qualify as a nightclub. Right? Really? Yeah. But that, like In my head, that's not a nightclub. So, so what is Ember? What do you classify Ember nightclub. as? Nightclub. <laughs> Club. I would say, right? Because it's like an event venue. You know, brunches and they have food and all uh, that. I would just say that one's more of just like a like a run-of-the-mill event event venue because okay. it really isn't just open on its own to just hang out every day, right? Like it's really for special events or like no, Thursday happy hour, the bars, Sunday open brunch. In the week. But they're primarily yes. open for like gay brunch. You're so not going to catch you, me there on a Tuesday at 12. What if you have no. karaoke or bingo past midnight? If you're charging cover. Ah. Right? Okay. It's it, it, Maybe it's only like once or twice a, a week. Right now, the provisions aren't there. It doesn't make any difference. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and you might say, well, what does that matter? Yeah, you, yeah. You what does that matter? Why, is it, why do they care if I'm a club or a because bar? Because if you try to sell now, like if you're a nightclub, nightclubs come with, uh, more parking requirements. You're going to have mm. to have a light, a different sort of life safety plan, they call it. So, like evacuation stuff, security, better lighting. Uh, and if you're in a Main Street district like Will's Pub, right, there, there just isn't enough parking for them to tap into. And they're already almost like they just had to come up with an arrangement for a new parking lot across the street because they lost their original parking lot right next door because it's getting developed into Pigza, right? So yeah. these these main streets, as they become more developed... So why should they even have a parking lot? Why well, should Will's Pub have to have a parking lot? I mean, Because they're right next to a neighborhood. And it's also something that, to do with... Then you can park on the street. Because we have places in Soto District. If this was New York City or Brooklyn, you wouldn't. they wouldn't make them have a parking lot. Yeah, but this lot. is different because you're in New York City, you're not going to have a house that's on the exact same level as a bar. Yes, right? You do. No, they'd be sure different. Different heights, apartment buildings. You're not going to have someone that's directly behind a bar like that. It's just different. 
in it's Brooklyn? different. It's more what? dense. What about in Toronto? When's the last like time you houses by bars? <laughs> it's your, they put these rules in place to protect to protect residents. business owners and residents. So, so as these areas of town are growing, garage? but there's nowhere. I don't know where they would do it. That's John. what I'm saying. Like, what are they supposed to do? They so, just wouldn't be able to operate like that. I just, like what? Never have bands again? So one of the questions has to be, though, this is all coming up because of what's going on downtown with all the bad things that are happening and being written about and being publicized. And so they're trying to figure out a way to fix it. I just don't know if this is the answer. Uh, yeah. Or like Iron Cow, for instance, right? In Milk District. I don't know if you followed that. They, during the pandemic, turned some of their back parking spots into an outdoor like patio area. And then the neighboring business owner pulled out of their agreement to share parking with them. So when they, and then sorry to compound that issue, uh, something happened with their liquor license, right? And so when they tried to apply for a new liquor license, it became apparent to the city that they didn't have enough parking to stay open. So they were told you can't reopen until you have more parking, but there was no parking for them to get. And there was a lawsuit then where they sued the city, right? And the city's saying, you're also a nightclub. You're not just like, you're like they're saying they're a sushi bar or like, <laughs> you know, they're a sushi restaurant, but then they're having these nightclub things. Those uses change with the day. The city doesn't know how to treat that. So they're trying to set these definitions in place to help them fight back when they start hitting these little road bumps uh, with these business owners, I think. The, the issue is it's going to make it very complicated for people who are maybe trying to sell like Burton's Bar or Will's Pub. If he ever wants to sell that to somebody and it's changed to a nightclub versus the bar that it is now, the new owner is going to have to do a heck of a lot. And it's going to be very expensive to keep it just as it is. What would you do? So, You'd have to buy the neighboring or, building and knock it down? You can't. Or, There's or no one to do that. And Manesh, who owns Wally's, tried to buy that old car lot across the street to turn it into parking. And the city said, no, they don't want just lots. basic car lots okay. on that street. Well, you can't it have it both ways, then. You so, can't well, that's say, the well, problem. So, so right. watch there be more. I don't more, know what to do. There'll be more businesses that are leasing, not buying. So the <laughs> ownership stays the same, and they just do DBAs. And Yeah, and, and people are like, you're having like these new bars open up. I live in Mills 50. You're getting these new bars, and then they're going to come up with a parking agreement with a lawyer that's like three blocks away, and they're going to say, okay, we have a parking agreement with these guys over here. Nobody's going to park there. Well, just going to park in that well, parking lot three the, blocks away. That, but that's not the business's no, problem. Right, like, the we is, did our thing. I mean, it's like we have this going on in Soto too. So I mean, if you're going to have a liquor license, like the new liquor license coming out with the smaller venues, you have to have a certain amount of parking spots. Uh huh. And so if you don't, you have to rent or have an lease agreement with other businesses where they'll you'll allocate Nearby. certain parking spots to you. Yes. So yeah. whether you use them or not, who knows? But you got your liquor license. Why do you say it doesn't matter, John? What do you mean? Parking, because you said a couple times since we've been talking about this, you're like, why do you need parking? I mean, I'm not saying you don't need any parking. I'm just saying people will figure it out. How did you get here today? Where did you park? I had to pay to park a couple blocks away. You figured it out? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of places in the neighborhood here where we are in Thornton Uh Park where people park on the street all the time, right? I yeah. mean, look at College Park. But not too look, far co- back. College Park's a good example, too. Like, there's yeah, not that many parking spots on Edgewater. Right. And you got to figure it out. If there's not enough parking spaces, you park in the neighborhood. It then makes you walk. it less attractive for people to live in those 
homes. Trust me, they're going to still buy those College Park homes. I don't think I, those, I, I don't think I those just, housing values. Are I don't going think down. it's going to. You don't think it. so? No. You don't think it affects your housing value if you're directly behind a bar? I in, in certain college, people, certain in College Park and downtown probably not so much. Other areas, yeah. It, everything depends upon where its location. And certain people and are not going to buy a house, buy a bar. That's that's yeah. their yeah. right. Not I'm trying to, to buy, buy one right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know. A lot of feelings. I know. A lot of feelings, and people are very upset about it. I just don't like knee-jerk reactions to things. I feel like this is kind of going to be that a little bit. I understand yeah, they got to figure know. something yeah, out. Of I'm, course. Not, I'm not saying that. Well, especially with downtown, right? Because we and we've talked. I feel like we've talked about this every week. It's an for issue. the past couple of months, as they 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 want to transition downtown away from an entertainment district and into a neighborhood like all of the main. And yet, streets. it has a five billion dollar performing arts center, a five billion dollar Amway center, which are both entertainment districts. And they well, want to build a whole thing that the Magic wants to put right there too, which is going to be an entertainment. Well, district. Well, I'm not really talking about Paramore and revitalized Church Street. I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm talking about on this side of okay. I four. All right, but that's where yeah, Doctor Phillips Performing Arts Center yeah. is. But the people who are going to Doctor Phillips performing arts center we talked about this last week they're probably not shooting they're people. not walking up orange <laughs> avenue they're no actually they're not going up that way yeah and that's they a problem park behind that's city hall they go to dr phillips and they go home uh-huh. right which is not and then that's the same with the workers or the people who are making these rules mm. they go to work at city hall they maybe go to crest maybe they go to bohemian mm-hmm. maybe they go to dr phillips and then they go back home to windermere yeah you know so it's just very interesting to see as those things shift um, did you hear about this? Is a little, this is outside of our coverage area, but I think it's funny. There was a collision in, Her, in Hernando County that caused a massive party foul. Did you see those two semis that crashed? I, I think all so. the Coors Light, Coors Light, all over the street. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know, but the Colorado mountains were blue somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just crazy. You can check out the photos on Orlando Weekly if you want to see it for yourself. There's a Tampa smoke shop that's selling magic mushrooms. And the reason I bring this up is because I'm sure it will be coming here somewhere in Orlando. Is that legal? In California, it is. They don't have psilocybin. So Uh. psilocybin's the thing that makes you trip. They have something similar but different. Are you selling portobellos there? Just a bunch of portobellos? Portobellos (laughs) with weed rubbed on them. I mean, California just let it have peyote now and all that out there. Really? It's coming this way, I hope. We'll see. Would Would you do peyote? Oh, God, yeah. You would? Would you want a shaman with you to like hold your hand? No, I think I can handle it on your own and with a good group of friends. Oh my gosh, one that one friends who wouldn't mind seeing you poop yourself, or is that ayahuasca? That's not anything I've ever done. Yeah, but <laughs> ayahuasca is when you. I poop don't know if I have friends that like you to see that either. But that was sounds appealing car. to me. Doing tripping Pooping that myself and barfing. I, that's not part of the tripping I remember. Oh, all right. On ayahuasca, it is. I don't know uh, about peyote. Okay. Probably why I haven't done that. But traditionally, those are medicines that a shaman or like takes for you. They take it, they do the trip, and then they tell you what happened. Well, yeah, that's not <laughs> they, work they for go me. on the vision quest that for seems you. Seems terrible. Like, oh, no, I'll I, drink a bunch of beers and I'll tell you what it's like. Yeah, it's like saying, all right, just give me all this money and I'll make up a fantastic but they're story. They're They know how to handle what they see, you know, versus you guys, like white people coming along. We do it. We got a kitty. We got a kitty running ball. across the street. I'm that's peyote. Not Lulu. <laughs> There's a cat that lives. Maybe I'm here. high right now watching this cat run by. <laughs> the cat was bouncing down the street. <laughs> Glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> uh, kayak operators are getting the boot from Blue Spring Park. They are. Did you read about I that? I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So local outfitters have been told they can't tour kayaking tourists into the park anymore because there's only one operator allowed. Did you notice who the operator was? Uh, it's the same people that own or run in the Spanish Sugar Mill Guest restaurant. Guest Services, Inc. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. They're saying we, we are operators here. 
at this but park. But that's at Sugar Mill. That's not Blue Springs, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is it's up Blue, at Blue Springs. Springs. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe they were hopping around taking oh, over multiple springs. That's De Leon Springs. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. You're right. You're right. So that's two separate springs now they that they're operating They might have contracts at of. both places. I wonder if they got a state contract. I think they did. No, I think they did get a state contract. Because so for years, Scott, there are people have been like renting out kayaks. There'd be like multiple companies that you could rent a kayak from. You could go on a kayak tour and these guides would take you into the park. Uh, this new company, which took over the sugar mill one, the one where you make your own pancakes at the table. And I met, melt some crayons. Some crayons. <laughs> Are you getting me right? Yeah. <laughs> they've taken the weird flavor of pancake. Have stamped their nice, feet though. down and they're saying no more. We, we got the, the contract. We have the contract, which means nobody else can take kayaks into the park anymore. So it's which actually means a lot of these ki- kayak companies are shutting down. They're like small mom and pop kayak companies. And I mean, I get it from their side, like their business side. Like, well, we don't want any competition, but yeah. it's crummy for all these other ones that have been operating for years and years and years. And you hate to think about what's what, what do these big supermarkets come into the small towns? I mean, that's what they do. They, uh-huh. just, they just, just take over everything. I mean, so unfortunately, they were saved for years, but it's... But I guess, did they know, you think, that there was like a, there's, it's a, what did they call it? It's a Florida administrative code. So it's like, like a state code. This has been something that's been they in They probably place. had to bid at each park. Like, we want to be the operator. Okay. And then my guess is, I didn't read, I didn't read the story you're talking about. I read another one. My guess is it was probably on the books for a long time, but like they're enforcing it. Like this, this. Yeah, they just never enforced yeah, it before. Yeah. But now, now this one's like, well, like, we're here. You can't be here no more. You know, it's similar to like the Turnpike Authority. Like they'll let a vendor in that will be just like taking care of the tow trucks and roadside assistance. Yeah. And then they'll say, all right, well, if you do the lawn mowing and take care of the garbage pickup and everything and the road maintenance, we'll give you this whole section of highway and you'll be the only ones that can have it. It sounds similar to what they did years ago with that. I mean, they just wanted the business. I mean, they're a business, and they want to kick everybody. Yeah, it's not nice. No. It's not nice. It's no. not being a good neighbor. No. You know? The yeah, only also, fair business it, it, is real estate. The other side of it. <laughs> Less people will be able to interact with the park. And now, also you know? state parks. Like, we own the parks. We we own the parks. The state does. The yeah, people does. The, the people do. Yeah. So people should be able. So yes, like maybe Floridians should be able maybe to operate. You can't there. rent any more kayaks on site in the park, but people should be able to take their kayak through the river exactly. and into the park. Yeah, you should exactly. still have access to the park. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I think so too. So maybe that's where that's going to change. And that's unfair. And that's what they're that's what they're keeping people out from doing. I don't even think they can launch like outside the park and come in. Which really? I don't know how that's legal. I don't either. But maybe they say within these boundaries, we are the operators. You can't come into the park. I, I don't know. That's what I think they Sounds said. Sounds like though. a lawsuit. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Mills 50 just won a national award. Yeah. A semifinalist in the 2023 American Main Street Awards for Very being nice. one of the winning. best that's not Main winning Streets. If you're a semifinalist, a semifinalist. <laughs> or for Main Street Orlando, just, that's pretty good. Facts here. That's great. As being recognized as one of the top Main Streets in the nation. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying they what didn't I win. heard was John. Uh, no, you said they John won. Then I said it, they were semifinalists. Why are we fighting winning. tonight? I mean, you got to support Market contrarian. Main Street. If you're not first, you're third. Apparently, do you think those fifties one of the better Main Streets in town? No. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the best? Um, 
Uh, Scott has to say Soto because like, he's on the board, and we know yeah, that. Yeah, but like even Soto's not super walkable. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to I mean, jump I mean, on Soto, but I, my own opinion. Uh, first, uh, yeah, Soto is the best one out there. But <laughs> the other ones, out, the other ones there. Yeah, Ivanhoe is really good. Uh, Thornton Park. I mean, there are some that really have established boards and really doing a lot for the community. Uh-huh. I mean, we're Soto. We're working on getting to be like the top echelon. But I mean, it's. When you have the board, when the main streets are doing everything they're supposed to correctly, they do so much for the community and their business. I mean, it's a great, it's a great system. I, I'll say this: this is going to get me in trouble, probably. But yeah. I don't, I don't think any of them hit all the marks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think, I think everyone has something that they can improve uh-huh. greatly on. Of College Park's got to work think, on retention. I think they're all. I think all of them have walkability issues. I don't feel like I could spend a day in any of them. Like, they're I, all based on state roads. Exactly. Right? No. Exactly. Well, like the, the bike bike path in Soto. Uh-huh. That's our that's our big thing. Oh, which I haven't up. written about yet. No, and uh, so I mean that's a big thing for us. But the other thing is we got to make it where you can be accessible to the rest of Soto mm-hmm. without getting killed crossing Division Street. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. So that so we're working on a project to try to get people to come over. And it's the same with like like Audubon Park's cute, but like. I can't spend that much. So time they've there. won this award before. But they've placed not, as like one of the much. best. Like I think they actually won. There's like three plazas there. Like I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I like uh, it over there. It's fun, but like there's not. It's I think not that like was, I can walk they, and walk and walk. It's smaller. They all are. I mean, they do really good with the historic part of it. There's a lot uh-huh. of different things that how it's scored. Yeah. Main, and main streets have changed this year, or next year, how they're moving forward, scoring different main streets. But they do a good job with theirs. They they have a lot of things Audubon. to pull off of. They're yes. very involved with their uh, residents too. Their local oh, residents, they do events. I mean, involved. I like their events and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I just, right. I just don't think any of them. Like, I, I don't know if they're. I've just been to other cities where uh-huh. I feel like I can walk for like a I think mile the city or two can support them more. I, I've said it before. Stuff. I hate that they're forced to do so many fundraisers, uh, and the city tries to treat them like the employees, but doesn't give them health benefits. You know, they just cut them a check every year, and then kind of like steal all the thunder yeah. like the city is the one that did all the footwork for him and we know how hard some of these directors work uh anyway mills is too busy to cross that's that's the problem with mills yeah it's too well, too big of a road they're hoping to fix that they I can't guess. help it orange avenue's gonna get fixed before that in ivanhoe uh-huh. village which is very exciting mm-hmm. i don't know what they're gonna do there it's only two lanes i don't <laughs> yeah. know how they're gonna do that i don't know uh events are returning the wall street plaza they have a, a big country concert coming up with Rodney Atkins on Friday, September 30th. At Wall Street? At Wall Street. Oh, I yeah. know. And it's the first big event that they've had there since the Guilt Nightclub ownership took over ah. half of Wall Street. And then I saw in the permit applications they're going to be getting uh, the street parties are coming back. So that's nice to see. And that's in the safe zone. It is <laughs> in the safe zone. So, so we'll see how that goes. And they always have like security there for Wall Street, too. It's the first time with these operators. It'll be interesting to see how it moves forward with all of the things happening downtown and that amount of people. Maybe it'll help take some of the pressure off of Orange Avenue if they have like more security to go through to get into their own street party. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that flows. I don't know. A little bit I see down there, it seems like there's a lot of security that helps out OPD. OPD is there, and they step in if something seems to get a little elevated. Yeah. Uh, are we out of time? Uh, we're pretty close. Okay. The Historic Orlando, the, the Facebook page, mm-hmm. has a book. And I know a lot of our listeners will be into this because they love this kind of stuff. Just like your book. 
just like my book, but more pictures. They're just pictures. You haven't mentioned the book yet. You're hundred things time. to do in Orlando okay, before you die. Good good There's probably job, an ad boys. a few minutes to go. We have a commercial that comes up. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Pardon me. No, you're fine. It's They have a Facebook where people share photos of historic Orlando, and so it's like crowdsourced, and they get some really cool things that I've never seen before, things they don't even have in the History Center. Someone gave them a book deal, and now there's a 128-page book that you can find on Amazon, Walmart, or Barnes and Noble. Twenty bucks. It's called Florida: A History and Play, A History and Pictures. Uh, I think everyone should go check it out. All right, yeah, twenty bucks, and that's it. Thanks so much to Scott and Ben Lobby Holmes. Thank you guys. If you need anything, Scott, where can where, where can they find things out? <laughs> find me any other happenings going on in downtown Orlando. But you can find us on social media, BenLobbyHomes.com. We're on Instagram, we're on all the Facebook, everything. Just check us out. Raring to go to help people buy or sell their homes. Yes, we love to do it, and uh, we'll see you through every step of the transaction. And I should also mention next week we're going to be recording at Tuffy's up in Sanford because. Our our sponsor Mo DeWitt is having a comedy show. Ten bucks if you want. You can donate more. All kinds of comedians: Ross Pageant, Sabrina Ambra, Ryan Holmes, David Jolly. It's, it's gonna, gonna be fun. Be, I can't be wait fun to time. just hang out with them all in Sanford. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be a good time. So and come God, up, come yeah. up and hang out. And thanks so much to the Classic for feeding us. We're gonna have a little video up so you can see all their food and more and everything they hooked us up with. Uh, catch us next week. <laughs>